Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. It's August 11th, 2023, which means. Today is the birthday of hip hop. Happy birthday, hip hop. It's also Black Joy Friday, which means we're going to have all types of Black Joy stories. It's actually National Sons and Daughters Day. I don't know what that okay. means, but there we go. Uh, so coming up, we're going to share some Black Joy. We're going to celebrate the birthday, the birthday of hip hop, which is today. What else we got? We also have the public seals announcement, Amanda. The Black Spin and our word game, because, you know, I've been studying... Sure. And I beat Supreme last week, so you don't get cocky. So you know, I might double it up. Okay. I gotta double it, and we got so much more. Like you said, Black Joy stories all day long, all day long. All right, so you gotta do what you gotta do. But I hope when that list of things you gotta do is sticking around with us, because it's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. Happy Friday! You know what we do on Fridays. We bring you all. All types of goodness, Mm -hmm. greatness, and a story of black joy. So it's hip hop's birthday, Amanda. So this is only befitting that this is the first black joy story of today. Lil Baby and Foot Locker joint forces... Joint forces like Air Forces. Oh, nice. Um, for a back to school festival bringing joy to local Atlanta youth ahead of the new school year. So the festival took place at Foot Locker at Westland Mall, and Lil Baby was there. He donated $300,000 worth of shoes and other products to 1,500 students in Atlanta. The event was just not about material gifts, though. Attendi- attendees were treated with free haircuts and then a carnival like games and activations and creating a fun filled um, atmosphere. Additionally, the festival partnered with Atlanta based corporations that were dedicated to fighting food waste and ending hunger to provide the attendees with nourishing meals. Lil Baby's commitment to giving back to his hometown, supporting education, continues positive, a positive impact to the lives of local students, ensuring they start their school years with smiles on their face, which is important. We love this. We love this. I love seeing the cats really like set aside their money for things that are going to enrich mm-hmm. their community because, you know, the communities who supporting them. Also, back to school is important. You know, back in the day, you would have your shoes. Yes. Your fit. You can't. You got to come in fresh. Also, if you don't feel good for kids, they don't perform well in school. So, you know. It's big. I used to lay it out. You know, we all did that. Oh, uh, Somebody was like, they still chasing that high of like the last day of school. It's like when he's like, oh, we've done it summer. Just like, I feel so good. In the first day of school, you got your new shoes. Yes. Got your haircut. You're like, I'm about to kill him with this one. I often try and think about like, what are moments in this adult life where Uh like I would experience that type of euphoria, especially since I don't have kids. And it's like, I genuinely... I mean, maybe it's like a new job, maybe. No. When you start, I think like when you start something new, it's like you're like excited. Like if you move, you're, well, depending on where you move. So. I was going to say. <laughs> I think if it's a big enough move or a big enough like job, you're like, okay, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm stepping into something new. Fair enough. I, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> 
Go back to school, get you a doctor. That'll send a butterfly. <laughs> I mean, I have visions. I have visions. Uh, well, that is a story of black joy. A story of black joy. And we have so much more for you right here on a fun day Friday. So keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Okay, now, sis, got something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. Some of y'all think that therapy is you sitting around and thinking about yourself or you going to the beach and thinking about yourself. And I just want to say that is part of it. But ultimately, if you don't have the tools yourself, how helpful is it for you to go and sit and think about yourself by yourself? You need supplementary materials. You need outside perspective. It's imperative. It's like the niggas would be like, I read all these books. Well, if you read all the books, but you just read them by yourself and you didn't actually have to sit around and talk about them and hear other people's analysis and critical thinking ideas, then how valuable was the learning truly? Was there really retention or was it simply seen through the lens of your own egoism, of your own perspective, of your own reality? That is not intellectual. That is not elevation. And the same goes with how we examine ourselves. And it doesn't mean that you have to be in, you know, sit down therapy all the time. It doesn't mean that you have to be reading books all the time. It doesn't mean that you have to be going to Reiki all the time. But it does mean that you have to be dedicating some level of effort beyond just you and what you have here in order to understand how you show up here. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out, did not come here to impress you, because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone, and I don't care what you think about me, but just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say the Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody We shaking up the system. What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals. And Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you've reached the, the Amanda, Amanda Seals Seal Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. What's up, Amanda? And Jeremiah Like the Bible. This is Pete calling from Philly. I wanted to share things I learned this week with y'all. Did you know the desire to escape slavery was once classified as a mental illness called Drapetomania? In 1851, that's Black people were considered mentally ill for refusing to live in bondage. Yes, I, I did hear. I did know that. I didn't know it was called drapetomania, but I do know that there was a quote unquote mental illness that was coined by an American physician who hypothesized that uh it was in that slaves freeing slavery mm-hmm. had a mental illness from wanting to be free from slavery. The beating, the trafficking, the raping, the pillaging. You oh, you forgot the the uh, trade school. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Remember, because yeah. yeah. we learned trade. Yeah, mm-hmm. remember that those useful trades. Un- <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh-huh. Perky, perky, go eat that up. They finna write that down right now. They said, what? Mental illness? Let's add that to the sex book. I hate it. I hate it. Thank you so much for calling in with your thing you learned this week. I love it. I love it. I love it. Also, remember, uh, no, there is nothing crazy about wanting to escape from bondage. At all. It is absolutely, completely, and 100% normal. What's crazy is trying to come up with a name to call it crazy. Hey, Amanda. Hi, Jeremiah. I like the Bible. I don't but. understand why people always talk like it's something bad about people dating it at work. I mean, yeah, it could get messy, but didn't the Obamas meet at work? And that seemed to really work out for both of them. Anyway, love your show. Bye. I don't know, because Michelle has definitely said that she hated him for 10 years. (laughs) Well, maybe not hate, but she did not like him for 10 years. Also, you need one example. The thing about it is it could work, but when it don't work, it just get real crazy. That's the thing about it. We're not saying don't do it, but just like the fallout of it could be a mess because you don't want to have that at work. I went on a date with a dude who was the lighting guy. So the the proper term is the gaffer Mm -hmm. uh, on Insecure. And we went on a date and it was a just disaster. He cried on the date. It was many things, honey, many things. But then we had to come to set on Monday. Now which is awkward. Like, what do I, hey. <laughs> and you're the lighting guy. So all you're doing is like looking at me and me on yeah, the screen. Yeah. Also, for a lot of people, work is escapism. You get to escape your personal life. <laughs> right. And it's, but if the person that just broke your heart is at work, or the person you're just not at odds with or whatever, <sighs> it's like, I don't want to see you. I don't want to see him. Mm-mm. So it's, it's not that we're poo-pooing it. Yeah. We're just saying, you know, think about it. It should work. <laughs> Keep it like right here, the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And happy Black Joy Friday. Happy birthday also to Viola Davis. Hey, and Viola. happy birthday to Eva. Does this mean that since Viola Davis and hip hop share a birthday, she's gonna like like a rap album? I don't know. I feel like that's is that what that means? It's only fair, but she got to like do a hip hop biopic. Does <laughs> she? Uh, well, what it does mean is that hip hop was born on August 11th, 1973, and I think you did point out that hip hop is a Leo. Yes. Um, when some teenagers threw a back to school party in the rec room of their apartment building in the Bronx on Sedgwick and Cedar. Basically, what they used to do is just play disco records, mm-hmm. but Cool Herc looped the instrumentals from the disco record and actually like kept them going. And that became the groundwork for the the growth of hip hop. And then, of course, we have Grandmaster Flash, who invented, you know, the capability for the turntables to be able to actually bounce back and forth. Mm-hmm. Shout out to hip hop. Can you imagine just like starting a genre? It's like, like it's, it becomes a thing. And it's I'm, culture. It's like a whole... It's like a whole thing. I mean, we just dropped in Amanda Retrust trailer, mm-hmm. which is a political comedy documentary. Maybe that'll be a thing. Maybe a thing. Because also when you're doing something, you're not like, we're about to start a genre. We're about to create hip-hop. It's like, a lot of times you end up just doing something just because you don't even have access to the other thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I wonder if Cool Herc had, like, thoughtfully done that or if he was just like, oh, dang, I can't figure out what the next record is. Let me right. just real quick. In the moment. And it becomes... 
a genre, and now you got City Girls. You got oh my Nick god, we jumped, we jumped, we jumped. You got all the Lils running around. We got all the Lils, and uh, I think it's a beautiful thing to see how long hip hop has lasted. And we're gonna get into it. So coming up this hour, we're gonna spread more black joy. We got the people versus things I learned this week, and we will check the voicemail. Ooh. All of that's coming at you right here at the Amanda Seals Show. So hit me up. We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seal. It's Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you know how Fridays do. It's time for a story of black joy. It's such a great story. So 18-year-old Jimmy Tom Riddle of Lacey Township High School in New Jersey noticed that many of his classmates, Amanda, were absent throughout the academic school year due to fears of being bullied for their clothing. So he decided to make a difference. So drawing inspiration from the Newark, New Jersey's Westside High School principal, Akbar Cook, who captured national spotlight for installing installing five washing and dryer units in the football team's um, locker room so mm. students could like have free laundry. Mm-hmm. Jimmy enlisted some of the help of his school staff and local appliances stores to do the same. So after after several handwritten letters, which we ignored, the senior <laughs> class president finally received a response from Anchor Appliance in West Creek, New Jersey, saying they were willing to donate one washer and one dryer to the school. And now Jimmy, Jimmy Tom Riddle's terrifically tidy laundry services are now available for needy students and accessible throughout the school's um, custodian's closet. So Jimmy initially financed a detergent for the laundry service independently to kick things off. However, now he's receiving donations to further provide resources to, resources to those in need, which is lovely. I think this is super cool. I love the fact that he, this is his, these were his fellow st- um, classmates. Yeah, exactly. You know what, because that's the thing. I think there's definitely like, a, we all know that there's a trend of just serious individualism mm. and like people not really paying attention or caring about other people but when you hear stories like this it's like oh the kids may be alright and I don't think some of us really even looking back at my own like college high school you don't think about like how much other people are like going through in their own days just to get to school facts like you like I woke up this morning I put my clothes on my mom dropped me off but yeah. for some people <laughs> say it it was a struggle the so, whole way even in like college like you, you don't realize like oh you have certain friends who really don't hear about like the skin a of their teeth skin of teeth. They're like, I might not even be eating today. I was going to say, I would find, you know, you find out that you have like people for, there who don't have a meal plan, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just like, when they're asking you, hey, can I have a fry? Like, th- that's because they need that fry. I literally was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he was just talking about like how in college, like he really was like, I'm like the first person in my family to go to college. Like I really had to figure out how to get to DC and like how to stay there like in a real way. And, like I've known him, we've had like a good relationship, but I never really just thought about that. I'm like, right. oh wow. I, we were like together all the time, but I never thought about, oh, you really working to be here. <laughs> Mind I was, you. I was working to be there too, y'all. But not that hard. Not that hard. God is good. God is good. God is good. <laughs> and uh, that's how we ended up with a story of black joy. We got more for you right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Uh, you know how Fridays are. All the joy, all the day. So don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And it is time for the People Versus. Woo! Amanda, you know, earlier this week, we reported that Tory Lanez got sentenced to 10 years in prison for that crime that he committed, according to the courts. Now, I ain't say it. The court said it. Right, the court said it. It's true. It's true. Um, But that's not the People Versus this week. The People are versus Iggy Azalea. You probably like, how Iggy get in it? She Australian. Well, she put herself in it. So it was reported earlier this week before the verdict came out that the judge um, got 70 plus letters of support for Tory, including one of Iggy from Iggy Azalea. Um, and when, once the streets heard about this, they was like trying to figure out why was Iggy writing letters of support for Tory Lanez? 
Well, she had to clear the record. She said, for the record, I have, she had numbers. She said, number one, I have not been in touch with Tori for months. I have no reason to be in, but I do wish him well. Number two, I don't support anyone. The whole thing is full of oddities. My letter never mentioned anything in regard to what happened that night. Three, I was told that this would be for the judge only. <laughs> Yet it's been discussed in the public. I never intended uh, for the public to comment. And lastly, he said number four, I'm not in support of throwing anyone's life away if we give if if they give reasonable punishments um, that rehabilitation can help instead. I support prison reform, period. The people wasn't buying it. People wasn't liking it. One person, some, some people were with her. They said, you know, you can't get mad at her for expressing her own personal opinions about the experience. Other people felt like it was odd that a white woman was advocating for who people consider to be an abuser when um, she's been on the blogs um, often wanting people to advocate for her in domestic violence situations. Someone also said this shows how complicit white women are in the abuse of black women um, and the abuse that black men afflict upon them if that makes sense also somebody said just tell us you wrote this and then tell and then and then no one gonna be on the blogs like basically you wrote this in private but now it's on the blog you should <laughs> now you now you want to send out uh letters like y'all that's not what it that's not really what happened it wasn't a letter of support we're not buying it iggy so when it comes to the people versus iggy azalea the verdict is very clear i'm with the people amanda seals I am with. I mean, that's the only option. Because listen, Iggy, stand on it. You wrote the letter. It came out in the public. In the, the, the she's like, she know the judges go read it. He read it. Now the people know. So stand on it. All of this. No, that ain't what happened. That's not what I wrote. We don't care. We don't care. We never. We've never liked you. I saw the seventy plus letters, including yours, didn't, didn't matter much because he still got 10, 10 years. So maybe we should wrote a better letter. I don't know. I don't know. Focus on your children. Do you think somebody goes? Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I'm being nice. But that's the people versus today. <laughs> that was good, though. That was the people versus. That was good. Maybe T.I. wrote the letter. Maybe. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I learned this week. There's a lot you can Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for the things you learned this week. Now, usually when I do things I learned this week, I have like facts and trivia, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm mm. gonna spend it a little bit this week. Okay? okay. So one thing I learned this week is that listen, when when things come at you and you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so just over rot and over and forlorn. 
A village just somehow shows up. Like, I uh-huh. think sometimes we forget that, like, when we pour into, uh, you know, a village, you know, that we will actually need it at some point. Mm-hmm. And I have really experienced the beauty and love and support of a village this week that I knew I had as, like, homies, but they showed up as, like, villagers this week. So that's one thing I learned this week. Okay. Two, I learned in the spirit of villagers showing up that Montgomery, Alabama is turned. Okay. Yeah. I really feel like this video really did a lot for a lot of us in like terms of just like black community spirit. I don't know how else to put it, y'all. Like, I know that there was a lot of us that really started watching the video like, oh man, God dang, look what they're doing to this brother. And just to get the turnaround of the Wakandan uptick was like, Something I think we all just needed. It somehow gave us like the victory that we've been missing. There's been so much negativity and just disgusting behavior and racist behavior that we have all been stomaching just incessantly over the past how many years. But recently it feels like it's really going strong. Mm -hmm. And this was a little victory that I think a lot of us needed. And I didn't know as many of us needed it as we do. And I know now also bonus that we really are geniuses on this internet. The way and the immediacy that the, immediacy. the memes, the songs, the videos, the, the takes, the folding chair. I mean, just within 24, 24. Like they just had the materials at the ready. And the last thing I learned this week is that Tory Lanez should never have been on Twitter. Oh, okay. He said... I'm going to leave this here one more time and watch how it goes. No weapon formed against me shall prosper and every tongue that rises against me in judgment shall be condemned. You sit and watch now and don't ever question the God I serve again. This is my last tweet. Well, (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll see if this terms, we'll see how this ages uh, in the next coming years. It's it's be careful. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, it won't work. I know that our EP, who spent seven years at a inspiration show, is surprised that I knew that song. Great song, classic. Classic. Mm-hmm. He fell down, but will he get up? We don't know. We're don't gonna know. see. Keep it locked right here, the Amanda Seal Show. That's the things I learned this week. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, you've reached the Amanda Seal Show. I know you've been thinking about us. And we've been thinking about you. So go ahead and tell us what's on your mind. When you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message. I am calling with a question. Um, In regards to willful ignorance, is it willful ignorance for a person? I don't know. Or maybe it's just disrespect. If a person or persons don't respect boundaries, I think that it is, but I mean, if you have said what the the boundaries are, right, and then the person is ignoring the boundaries, that is willful ignorance. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is also disrespectful. Two things true at the same time. Look at that. <laughs> Don't let them disrespect you. Yeah. Also, like people hate boundaries because it makes them feel like they are being shut out, and you know, you have every right to determine how people access mm-hmm. you. And uh, narcissists hate a boundary. Mm-hmm. I think the question is like, okay, did I you have to go through your checklist? Did I communicate this like effectively? Yep. Did I make sure I checked out my boxes? And yep. they're still doing it. That's up. Hey, you that thing I talked about, mm-hmm. you did it again. Mm-hmm. They keep doing it. 
Now they playing in your face. Ooh, you boo-boo the fool. We don't want that. Mm-mm. No fool for the boo-boo here. <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling. We love our callers so much. Remember, you can also be a caller. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this up. We shine. I'm Jeremiah, I like the Bible. And it is Black Joy Friday. Also, happy birthday to hip hop. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Hip hop hooray. Oh, hey, I'm going to listen to some real hip hop records tonight. <laughs> You're I'm pulling out the crate. Yeah, I'm pulling out the crate. So I'm going to listen to like Uptown Anthem. I'm going to listen to No The Ledge. That's actually both on the same album, the Juice soundtrack. What you know kind what of saying? birthday cake do you think hip hop would have at his birthday party? A boombox. I mean, like flavor. Oh. <laughs> A boombox shape. Chocolate. Oh, that makes sense. A yeah. Chocolate, chocolate cake. A chocolate cake with like buttercream filling for like all the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> uh, interracial cake. I'm screaming. I mean, hip. regardless of what people try to say, they're like black, only black people, only black Americans invented hip hop. I'm just like, that's just not accurate. Well, New York is like a, a, a complete diaspora. Yes. It's just black. not real. It's not like it was invented in Mississippi. It's not like it was invented in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So jazz events in New Orleans, New Orleans was very, very, very just black. Mm-hmm. You know, there was like Creole things going on, but even that is black. 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 Yeah. Blackish. Black adjacent. Yes. So, you know, it's that's not the same. The Bronx, you got West Indians, you got Puerto Ricans, mm-hmm. you got black Americans. Everybody's like, and everyone's literally on top of each other because everyone's living in tenements. That's a thing. So to suggest that like, oh, hip hop is only black American. There is something to be said for the fact that it happened on a black American soil. Mm-hmm. And the black American experience it was, yes. it was fueling yes. this energy to create yes. this genre. Yes, we got to give it up to that. But I think what's beautiful is the fact that within this melting pot, we got to see all these different folks from different backgrounds come together to make this beautiful music that Karis one now thinks is a disaster. <laughs> We talked about that on Monday. If you yeah. missed it, make sure you go check it out wherever you get your podcast because it was a conversation. Did you know that uh, Queen Latifah was the first rapper to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show? I did not know that. Yeah, it, it was in sense, 1998. So. She joined Boys to Men, Smokey Rob. This is quite a this is quite a smattering of individuals. Boys to Men, Smokey Robinson, Marta Reeves. And the temptations to do a tribute to Motown Records' 40th anniversary. Okay, where did she fit in? I don't know. I love Queen Latifah. I think she she may have been signed to Motown. Okay, because I'm just like it's the, the, the temptations, and here go Queen Latifah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we didn't come to see Otis, but okay, we will come to see you. The Queen is here. The Queen has arrived. Um, what do we have <laughs> coming up? Coming up, we have more Black Joy stories as we continue to celebrate the birthday of hip hop. Um, also, we have our word game. What is it called today? Who knows? We got to find out when we get to the game. <laughs> word up. No, I mean, I'm trying to think of like, word up was like a real like old school hip hop mm-hmm. like saying. Okay. You word. Up. Word up. 
Word so maybe it's just that. Okay, word up. That's what it's called today, y'all. But essentially, Amanda's going to test me in Supreme on our knowledge of this week's word of the day. So hopefully y'all been studying because I know we've been studying. And we got to check the voicemail because we know y'all been calling and we love when y'all call. So all that's coming up and more on the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time that we get into yet another Friday Friday. A story of black joy. So, Amanda, you may remember the name Christian Cooper because he was the bird watching man in Central Park oh, back in yes. 2020 when you know, who that, did not press charges. Yeah, on the white lady who was wreaking havoc and called the police on him <laughs> and was like doing an entire performance on the phone. Actress, oh, actress. Nice. Um, well, he's landed a new docu series by for the National Geographic Network. It'll be a docu series entitled Extraordinary Border with Christian Cooper. The new series explores wild, wonderful, and unpredictable world of birds. So whether navigating rocky lava terrain in Hawaii or trekking into the rainforests of Puerto Rico for Paris, Christian will be there, you know, to give us lessons about these incredibly extraordinary feathered creatures to show us how remarkable the sky is. I love that. He could have taught that lady a lesson. He could have. And he chose not to. And I'll never, I mean, that's what I want. I want, I don't want to know about the birds. I want to know why you did that. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the bonus content for, uh, <laughs> for, for the Patreon. Episode. Yeah, he's like, watch the show and I'll talk about that lady on uh, on my Patreon. I would pay because I really want to know. Do you um, like birds? Are you scared of birds? You know I'm not scared of birds. Well, people I have save, like irrational like bird fears. No, 1000%. Uh, but I save birds all the time. Like there was a bird that got trapped in the house. I saved the bird like when I lived in my other, uh, when I lived in my apartment building that I lived in in LA for the uh, first three years that I lived here, the bird, there would be like birds that would get trapped into the stairwell like all the time. And okay. so people would always see me like on video, like saving birds. So you like the bird lady in Home Alone too. Relax. <laughs> Just like the birds, the birds. Tuppins a day. I mean, I think um, birds are fascinating. My mom is really big into birds. So I do have like a affinity for the aviaries. Okay. Um, but uh, I think this is going to be, you know, something interesting to watch if he's going to talk about why he let that lady get away with that. Episode one. How did we get here? <laughs> but, you know, I'd love to have him on Small Doses Podcast to promote this uh, this venture. Well, it'll uh, like I said, it's called Extraordinary Burger with Christian Cooper and it airs on National Geographic and it's available to stream on Disney+. Plus. All right. Well, that is a story of black joy. We got more of that where it came from right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. here at the Amanda Seals show me your girl Amanda Seals prepares over the course of the week my guests my listeners and my co-host Jeremiah, Jeremiah like the Bible, Bible 
with the word of the week. You know who else is listening? Our engineer, Supreme. It's the word of the day all day long, but it doesn't matter if you're not going to retain it. And so at the end of every week, we play a little game to see who can actually retain these words. All right. Is it going to be Jeremiah? Is it going to be Supreme? Now, not only do I change the name of the show every week, the word, uh, the show this week is called um, Word Up. Uh, But... Cause it's like it's hip hop. You know, uh, today's like the, the anniversary of hip hop, so it is. the hip hop word is like word up. Okay. Okay. So that's the name of the game. But I also changed like the rules of the game. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So this week, All the right. way that I want this to work is, I'm gonna tell you the word. Okay. You're gonna have to use it in a sentence. Okay. <laughs> and All that right. is how we're gonna determine if you know the meaning of the oh, word. God. Okay. Now, if you use it in a sentence successfully, mm-hmm. it can get stolen. If the opponent can actually say the definition of the word. Got it. Okay. 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 <laughs> Do we understand? Now, we always got to get our buzzers ready. So, Supreme, what's your buzzer going to be? Uh, honoring 50 years of hip-hop, I got to salute Jada Kiss and let you know the champ is here. The champ is here. <laughs> nice. And I thought you were going to go, <laughs> No, not again. I was like, that's going like, to be a lot. That's going to be a lot. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Mine will be this week. Uh, I ain't too proud to be. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now, so that's how it's going to go down. Everybody who's playing in your car, you know what it is. Come up with your own uh, sound. You can just buzz in yourself. All right. Let's get into it. Okay. All right. The first word is bully pulpit. Oh, the chest is here. Oh, okay. Not late and smug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeremiah, like the Bible. Please use bully pulpit in a sentence. When it comes to the Amanda Seals show, Amanda Seals is a pro when it comes to using her bully pulpit. That's a lot of uh, prepositions, I think, in a sentence. I can't. I'm you, gonna, want a, you want a more clear? A more I, clear? I would like a clearer sentence, yes. Okay. And I would like a sentence that gives us the, the meaning, of, yes. Of the word. Okay. Um, Instagram is the perfect bully pulpit for influencers to share their thoughts on new weight loss crazes. All Can right. I steal? Can I steal? Uh, yes. I know this one. Uh, you want me to say bully pulpit is spelled B U L L Y P U L. P-I-T, and it means to use your platform to express uh, public opinion. The champ is here! That is correct! For the steal. Okay, okay. The champ is here! (laughs) (laughs) All right, next word is filch. The champ is here! Okay, Supreme. The champ is here! Um, To secretly steal. I can give you a sentence, too, if you need it. Oh, I'm supposed to be giving you a sentence. My bad. I'm, I didn't gave Jeremiah the answer. I'm messing up. All right. Um, late at night, I think my son is filching through the refrigerator getting snacks that he doesn't need to have. And that's the true story. <laughs> that is incorrect usage of filching oh. sentence. <laughs> okay. Um, I ain't too proud to be. <laughs> I have to use it in a sentence or who I gave it? In a sentence. Uh, okay. Um the the ch- the child tried to filch, tried to filch um uh-huh. $20 for the school trip without me knowing. Lucky. That is correct. Now, Supreme, do you know where your error was? Did I do filching? 
You did. You yeah, did do filching. Yeah. You did yeah, do filching. Yeah, I was trying to pass tense it. Nah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it, though. All the right, intention so was there. Got a little time. It was there. It was there. It was there. So that is a tie right now, right here at the Amanda Seal Show. When we get back, we're going to find out between these two HBCU graduates, which one of them is going to win the title this week of Word Champ of World Up. And if you're at home, I hope you're doing well, because I want you to be using these words and sentences as well. All right? We'll be right back to find out how it's going to go down. Will Supreme be the champ, or will Jeremiah have him begging for another game? <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And we are joined by... DJ Supreme, my bad. Act like you here, man. Act like you here. <laughs> I'm All focused. right, now what's, what's going on is we are in the middle of another game of Word Up, mm-hmm. where we test our two brothers in the building on their retention of this week's Word of the Day. Now, so far, they have done Bully Pulpit and Filch. We've got two more words. Mm-hmm. We are currently in a tie. So we're going to see who is going to take the crown. Now, the rules of the game this week differ from last week. The rule this week is I'm going to give them a word. They have to properly use it in a sentence. The opponent for the steal can say the spelling of the word as well as the proper definition of the word. All right. All right. Let me get a refresh of your buzzers, Jeremiah. I ain't too proud to be. Supreme. The champ is here. All right. The word is here. (laughs) The word is contiguous. I ain't too proud to be. Oh, very confident this week. Mm, I was studying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Now we got to do it in a sentence, though. That that threw me up. Okay. (laughs) The 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 placement of the bedrooms in the house was contiguous. That is a- <laughs> um, I tried, y'all. I tried. Supreme to think it, that so. you were going to... No, no, no. That's not going to work. I know that it means things that touch each other. I know what it means. <laughs> I don't know how to use it correctly in a sentence, but I know what it means. Think Give me half a other. point. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you said that. Um, <laughs> neither of you get a point. In a sentence, very basically, we could say she visited the 48 contiguous United States, but hasn't been to Alaska or Hawaii. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is a formal word used to describe things that touch each other? Yes, Supreme. Or are immediately next to each other in time or sequence? So I went to therapy in a contiguous fashion for a year and Mm. then started going whenever I felt like it. There it is. All right. There's still a tie. This is going to be the breaker. The word is gumption. The champ is here. Too proud of it. Oh, Jeremiah, right? Got hair ahead of you. (laughs) Even though Supreme was killing me on this game for the first two weeks, I had the gumption to come back every Friday and, you know, do my best. (laughs) (laughs) That's corny, but it is correct. Mm. All right. Which means Jeremiah is winner. winner. Jeremiah is the winner of this week's game of Word Up. Now, Supreme, you seem a little bit shocked. Can I get some commentary? What do you think? Where do you think things went left in the game tonight? 
Jeremiah got a lot of damn gumption thinking he's going to beat me in this game another week. <laughs> All right, there you have it, folks. So that's what we got. We got gumption, contiguous, filch, and bully pulpit were our words for the bully pulpit were our words for the week. I hope that you're going to use them in your vocabulary so you can grow your ability to speak and just represent your ideas. All right, that's how we do it right here at the Amanda Seals Show. You know we listen, laugh, and learn. We'll be right back on this Friday Friday. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals. And Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you've reached The, the Amanda, Amanda Seals Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. Hello, Amanda. So, Jeremiah, I said hello, too. Uh, there's not too much on my mind. I just listen to y'all's topics every day. I think when you say something about going back to slavery, the Republicans, that's what they want. I'm not really a political what you say, I don't keep up with politics too much, so I take your word on it. You know what you're talking about. I hope y'all have a wonderful day. But Appreciate don't, it. Don't just take our word, though. <laughs> you gotta read the books. You gotta get in it, man. You yeah. don't gotta become like, you know... A scholar. Exactly. You don't gotta become Jesse Jackson with it, you know, but you, you, you definitely feel... You definitely need to know what is happening around you because mm-hmm. it's happening to you. Mm-hmm. Cite our sources. Get the bibliography. <laughs> so I just say, you know, if anything, just try and blend some uh, news sources into mm-hmm. your social media intake or maybe you're a YouTube person. And so, you know, if you just click on a couple of political videos, they're going to start showing you stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely think it's important that we all make it at least a small percentage of our consciousness mm-hmm. to include what's going on in our civicness. That's right. Hey, Amanda, this is Christopher Jordan from Savannah, Georgia, and all I want to say is I love y'all show. You're always, you're always putting that main character energy out there, and you're a cool inspiration. But I want to talk about the Montgomery, Alabama brawl. All I got to say is like this. That thing broke three stereotypes about black people. One, we can swim. Two, we can work together because I'm getting tired of people saying black people don't work together. And last but not least, we do have a job because there was most of that doing his job before he threw the bat signal up, and they basically, like, you know, put them hands in there. I mean, honestly... I mean, it was ordering them phase in their words, basically. But overall, though, that's all I had to say. Hope you have a nice day and continue to be awesome. Thank you. I agree to all the above. <laughs> yes, yes. We love it. Alabama. Shout out to Montgomery. Thank you for calling. We love our callers so much. Remember, you can also be a caller. Hit us up. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the
Hey, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. <laughs> you sound like the voice on the trailer for my new political comedy doc in Amanda We Trust. In a world. But it's not me, y'all. Somebody else. It is. It is Gabe Kunda, who is like the voice on all the movies. Like, I got the official voice. So when you see, like, this week in theaters... I'll never forget we did this video like this was like a long time ago where I was like I did the voiceover for it uh-huh. and I tried to like mask my voice and like this whole like announcer voice and somebody sent it to me and was like this you Jeremiah? <laughs> I was like yeah <laughs> meanwhile I'm like no one's gonna know this is my voice this is my announcer voice got him <laughs> Well, I was very honored that Gabe uh, shared his voice with us because mm. it is very, like, deep and powerful. Definitely giving James Earl. Definitely giving James Earl. So make sure you check out com so you can see the trailer in here for yourself. Now, we are here not just for ourselves. We're celebrating hip-hop's birthday today. We are. Happy birthday, hip-hop. Happy birthday, hip-hop. Jeremiah, who is your all-time favorite rapper? All-time favorite rapper? That's hard. No, it's not. Well, because I'm not a hip-hop hit. I love, I like rap music, I like hip-hop, but I don't think I have a favorite. But I do love, some people I do love are like, I like Drake, I like Big Sean. Um, I like, I love what Nicki Minaj did for female rap. That was dope. Loved her. Uh, I loved like she passed away. Right. Loved her. <laughs> still like her. Um, yeah, that was like my, that's, that kind of, that's like my era of hip hop, like in high school, like college that I think of those three people. Um, I love Outkast too for me, from Atlanta. I like Ludacris, honestly. Luda, Luda is hidden. People don't respect Luda, I don't feel like, enough. They don't respect, because I feel like he became a movie star, and it was just like, yeah. I mean, I guess you rapped before, or whatever. <laughs> what are those? What was his, uh, when, um, when he's pointing at the shoes in the video, uh, uh, man, damn, I can't remember. People, people who are listening in the car are remembering right well, now. you know he has one of my favorite hip-hop songs of all time. Bowden and Bose? No, Wish of Fantasy. You know I love that song. I wanna. Y'all know that. Oh, I know, Get Back. Uh-oh. And get back, get back. He like goes up to this woman's shoes. She has like Manolo like heels and is like, get back, get back. You don't know me like that. Also, I was at the gym like a few months ago and I realized like this era of hip hop doesn't have like the like anthems to really no. get you about to fight in a club. You can hate me now, <laughs> but I won't stop now. Like those get you pumped up. Those that's great gym music too. Don't fight nobody, y'all. But no. it'll get you like your adrenaline pumping. I mean, you already know who my favorite rapper is. Yes. It's Nasir Jones, right? No? No. It's not? At one point in time, yes. But my favorite rapper of all time is Andre 3000. Oh, okay. Otherwise known as Andre Benjamin. Otherwise known okay. as Three Stacks. That's true. I, I knew that. Me and everything around me is a stable like Chernobyl. Ready to go at any moment, jumping like a pogo stick. I mean, come on. I never live up to my expectations, so I expect the patience. But expect the worst, so now I'm pacing back and forth inside of melting like water on wicked witches. A monster start to came and run over my picket fences. I had the best of life in my clenches, but monkey wrenches was thrown. Like chairs, king sit off. My prayers seemed too long. Oh my god. I mean, we talking about Queen Latifah being the first rapper to be at a Super Bowl. I'm still mad that Outkast didn't do this Super Bowl when he was in Atlanta that year. I Why like- did were they asked? Well, no, that's, that's, that's also the was, was like boycotting, fake boycotting the Super Bowl. And I was um, like, we're not supporting the NFL. Only come back to the I was actually year. real boycotting, but. But, but Atlanta, Atlanta did like a whole like thing outside of the, <laughs> the actual official thing. Like these are our Super Bowl performances with like Monica and you know, like, all the black people that we love. <laughs> I love that for Atlanta. That makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Well, we're coming up this hour. We got more Black Joy for you. The Black Spin, things I learned this week, all that stuff. You're going to miss, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to your da- our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, this week on Small Doses podcast, we have Marianne Williamson. She is running for president. 
Okay, Marianne Williamson is a relationship guru, healing guru. She has a book called The Return to Love that really like went crazy. And uh, she also wrote a book on reparations that we heard about several times in this daggone interview. And I tell you, you all should take a listen, okay? Check it out wherever you get your podcasts and also watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. We'll be right back, y'all, with more of the Amanda Seals show. Phew. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, and it's time for A Story of Black Joy. All right, Amanda. So the moving day mafia gave former foster youth the ultimate HBCU experience with dorm room makeover. So TV editor and producer TJ Mercer is a supporting is supporting college bound foster kids through her nonprofit Moving Day Mafia. And according to the nonprofit's website, the Mafia, quote unquote, is a group of volunteers that supports underserved first year students by presenting them with the ultimate dorm room makeover experience to boost their drive to pursue their educational goals. So the Mafia shows up to campuses of HBCUs, Amanda, to provide these services to youth and they start their chapters on a new life. So the dorm room makeovers can also come with care packages, stuff with things like hygiene and cleaning products, which are essential for every dorm room. And the Mafia stays connected with the students for the four years and helps them celebrate when they graduate. So, you know, so it's a long-term fight to get people in school. You need a village. Yes. You need a village, you need a tribe, you know, and sometimes it ain't going to be like the people closest to you. And I think we talked about, I don't know if it was one of our group chats or so we talked about how like a lot of times foster kids want to go to college, but they can't because they don't have the resources, the community. Yes. Yes. And we talked about before just when you go to school, some people don't have nothing. Like the essentials are just like having a dorm room. Look, when you see like all like dorm essentials at Target and all that stuff, it's like, because when you get to the dorm room, there is nothing. nothing. It is a mattress. And I think, obviously, you know, you go to your, your friend room, you be like, oh, this is y'all nice in here. Y'all got like, stuff. Like, I thought I had stuff. No. Then I saw people moving in. I'm like, oh, y'all got stuff there. Like, my stuff from Target, years is from Crate and Barrel Kids. This dude Crate and Barrel Teens. This dude down the hall had the Breakfast Club poster, like, framed, and it's, like, very, like, fancy frame. I had a little poster with, like, a little Walmart frame. <laughs> I thought I was doing something. I was like, oh, okay. My dorm room just had a lot of stuff. It's no, I mean, it looks like my house. But girls, are, I feel like, are notoriously known to have, like, just better dorm rooms. Like, the guys dorms be like, uh. Because we decorate. Y'all just be putting stuff in a room. Y'all have, like, lavish stuff. I, I, I always go to the girls dorm. I'm like, oh, you, oh. It's plush. There's going to be a throw, there's going to be a throw blanket. Like, there's going to be a rug. My my friend pulled, like, a whole, like, snack drawer from there. I'm yes. like, what's going on? Yes. I mean, and she- I was stocked. Because, you know, I stay with a snack that's not new. She had nasty snacks though, but they were like all these healthy snacks. I'm like, girl, we in college. Nobody won't know veggie chips. Oh my oh, God. Some cheese it. Some cheese it. Like I'm Carly Russell. <laughs> you know what? We, we gonna stick with this. A story of black joy. We'll be right back. Amanda like Seals show. show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals show. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, we've been celebrating 50 years of hip hop all year long, but today is hip-hop's birthday. Yeah! So this is a special edition of today's Black Spin. And the question is, Amanda, as we celebrate hip-hop's birthday mm-hmm. on August 11th, mm-hmm. when did you fall in love with hip-hop? <gasps> when did I fall in love with hip-hop? Was that an accent that came It was like got British <laughs> real quick. I'm not sure why. Um, so... I feel like I've had like phases like mm-hmm. like there was first like oh I like hip hop okay. right like you had a little crush yes that was when like my god sister had moved to Orlando from New York and was playing mm. like Red Alert like mixtapes okay and you know exposing me to you know Rap City and we're watching videos and whatnot right 
But then, but I'm still young. So it's like, I like the energy and stuff, but I'm not really sure like what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. Fight the power, I did know what was going on. Uh, then when I got to high school, I started really getting into hip hop again when I started like my senior year, like actually was like not really that into hip hop, like for the most of my high school career, because I was really in theater and it was like you were singing Gypsy in Chicago. I was singing like Lion King. <laughs> yes. Like that's well, this chick, Jessica Rush in freshman year, like made fun of me in front of people and said, like, you don't know the musical Secret Garden. Ha! And like everyone laughed with her and it was like, oh, I can't listen to any other music right. right now. I need to very I need to get very focused. And so I spent literally like the next three years becoming an expert. OK. OK. Shout out to libraries. That's how I was able to do so. I could check the songs. I could check the CDs out at the library. But I fell in love with hip hop really, really for real when I moved to uh, New York City, moved to New York to go to the State University of New York at Purchase. Okay. Because at Purchase College, it was a commuter school for a lot of folks. And so. You got a lot of people that were from the city versus like a lot of folks flying from different places. Right. But I was in the conservatory uh, for theater, arts and film. And so, you know, they had a whole music program attached and you had a lot of cats who were there that were like really great musicians and that like were also like learning recording. Mm hmm. But for like MCs and folks had like turntables in their dorm rooms. And the first night of college at SUNY Purchase, everyone would go on the mall and do ciphers. Is the mall like the community? It's kind of like, yeah, it's like the big wide open space, okay. like where, like if they want to do like some type of like, that's where the graduation is. It's literally okay. like on the mall, right? So like, it's like the gathering space. Gotcha. So like, and it's kind of like a non-territorial space. Like everybody is on the mall, right? And this was the first time I experienced ciphers. And like Cass was just like in circles, all in like different groupings, like rapping. It's like a, a, a early 2000s movie. No, it is. It, well, it was. I mean, it was 1999. Yes. And I was like moving from cipher to cipher. And like Cass is like flowing. And I'm just like, oh my God, where am I? And just the vibe, the energy. And this happened every year that I was at Purchase. Like, this wasn't just my freshman year. Like, every year, like, it was, like, a known thing. And then you would find out, like, who the dopest MCs are. And, like, you know, someone would get unseated. You know, because you get a new freshman or something or a transfer. That would be, like... Oh, be like, oh, we got to look out for Dion. Yo, he nice. He got bars. He got bars, right? But that was really when I fell in love with hip hop. That first night of school at SUNY Purchase in 1999, when I experienced like ciphers for the first time. And it just, it's only grown and expanded. And y'all know that I am right or die with hip hop. And now we're here with the Black Spin. We are here with the Black Spin. Oh, hip hop's birthday. And you're going to stay here because we are not going anywhere. We'll be right back with the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. Your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, about to sign off. What's up? It's Jeremy Like the Bible here, ready to sign off. Today was a fun day. It was. It was a fun day, Friday. We spread black joy. We did. We talked about a little baby giving back to the kids before back to school. Also, there's a move-in mafia, and it's a good mafia this time. <laughs> They're helping foster kids on moving day at HBCUs. We did a lot of good, a lot of fun stuff. We celebrated hip hop all day. Um, the 50 years of hip hop. It's their birthday. Look us up. How you celebrating? You giving you a cake? But uh, uh, I mean, you you you, you in hip hop at this point? I you am. are hip hop. I am. I am. I am hip hop. How am I celebrating hip hop? I don't know. I'm gonna do a head spin or something. <laughs> 
That's, I'll that's, do some. What is the fundamentals of hip hop? What is that? Uh, B-boying. Yeah, yes. I'll do some up rocking for y'all. How about that? All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us for another week right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Uh, remember, you can check out any shows wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. This week we had presidential uh, candidate. Yeah. Uh, she's hopeful. Running, she's hopeful. Marianne Williamson. We had a very spirited discussions that you discussion that you can check out wherever you get your podcast. You can also watch it on YouTube at the Amanda. Sorry, you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. And if you haven't gotten enough Amanda in your life, then you can subscribe to my Patreon, theamandaverse.com. Also, while we're talking about things I'm doing, you can also go to inamandawetrust.com to check out my latest and greatest because I am just now putting out the trailer for my new comedy political, sorry, my new political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. A lot going on. You can also just go to amandaseals.com and all this information is there. All right. So we appreciate y'all. Hope you have a great week. Uh, remember to stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It and call us 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Be safe, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.